Deadspin.com, a brief <laughs> interview with a man who faithfully recreates LeBron's Instagram as if he were a giraffe. An artist who goes by Meso Rich has produced hyper-faithful parallel universe versions of the Instagram accounts of LeBron James and Steph Curry. In these universes, LeBron is a giraffe and Steph in an inspired bit of casting is a bush baby. Deadspin spoke with Mesa Rich on the phone to understand where these images are coming from and why. So as you uh, as you scroll down on this page, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, what's up? I was Did you Oh, you saw Stephen Bush Baby Curry? I well, okay, so the first image on this article is is just a LeBron giraffe furry, which does just have like a very human face, I would say. But then, uh, scrolling down to the next post from Laraf James, you get kind of a full body shot of both the LeBron giraffe and the Curry Bush baby. Uh, oh well, no, no, this this one's sorry. Okay. This image next to him is Anthony Davis, who is I don't quite know kangaroo? what. Ca- yeah, the kangaroo. Uh, I I I don't know what the pun would be there, but. My, He's a kangaroo. My question here is what the fuck is going on with this giraffe? So 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 typically, Andy, when you think of a giraffe, what <laughs> what prominent features come to mind? Big long neck. Long neck, long legs. Uh, what we have here is a giraffe with a very short legs, very short neck, and just really like beefy like really kind of joked like tasmanian devil sort of arms like like and uh, is it tasmanian devil or tasmanian tiger it's tasmanian devil no tasmanian devil you got it right i was gonna say the interesting thing here is so if you click on the little arrow you'll see the image that it's based on these are all images from lebron's actual instagram that are redrawn it's very weird um and the anthony davis kangaroo looks kind of built the same as anthony davis except with the backwards legs that yeah. furries have uh plantigrade or uh, right no it's digigrade, digigrade. sure we, we've had this discussion before it's digigrade. we've had this like 15 times yeah Laraffe james is built like a villain from one piece it's um it's like the cognitive dissonance between these two photos is like they made his legs like three times shorter his arms are so beefy, and his neck, like, you could not... Okay, okay, sorry. I did just scroll down to the next one for uh, yeah. for the Bush Baby Curry account. Uh, wow, this is, a, this is a real treasure that you've kind of... Uh, uh, I, this was what I was reading before we started recording. I was watching the WNBA Finals while reading this weird article. Um, and, yeah, so he also did... Steph Curry as a bush baby, and I think that's Sean Livingston. Yeah, that's Sean Livingston. As like a as a donkey. donkey? Yeah. Yeah. And now, so what I want to draw attention to is if you scroll down, he also did a redraw of LeBron. Because he does all the posts yeah. on LeBron's Instagram. So when LeBron posts a picture of his wife, he redraws this picture. So his wife is a lion, because her name's Savannah. Savannah uh-huh. James. It's very clever. I want to... There is a, a little bit of the interview here where Deadspin asks, um, so yeah, uh, th- uh, this is this is like 
the trying to they're at, he's asking sort of about the logistics of their children uh-huh, uh-huh. so yeah i was gonna ask is it tough to decide which genes get passed down to brawny james like he seems to be a giraffe and then this guy says there's a rule in the world the father and the son are the same and the mother and the daughter are the same deadspin says i see Laraf james says the animated world actually has a lot of rules there are animals and there are animal people there are no people this isn't a BoJack Horseman. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of rules here. Yeah. And also some weird, like, biological, like, stuff going on that I don't really want to investigate too much. Or else the novelty will turn into me trying to figure out if this guy's weird alt-right. Uh, it gets really um, weird as it goes on because they talk about the logistics of, of representing 9-11 in this animal world. Um... Because the the Bush baby account had a 9/11 remembrance post, oh, uh, no! so so uh, Deadspin <laughs> says when you're working on a post like 9/11 remembrance, does the approach change or is it roughly the same? Then this person says nothing changes because it's parody, right? The world exists the same in the animal world or our real world. It's the same, so it's just parody. I just copy exactly how it is because the joke isn't make fun of 9/11. The joke is 9/11 in an animal world, right? <laughs> so animals still deal with this. If it was an episode of a show or something, they would still deal with the tragedy the same way. Oh, uh, no. This this goes on. This goes on. Uh, Deadspin Deadspin asks about like uh, how would you? They say uh, right. How do you imagine that would be depicted in the animal world? They respond, what? Deadspin says 9-11. And then they have this real humdinger of a paragraph here. I mean, first off, I would never do that. If I was going to do an episode or something, I would not cover that topic. But it would probably be a little bit of of a fantastic, you know, fantasy version of 9-11. You know, people screaming and running around, chickens with their heads cut off. You know, like cartoon stuff. But it's the same tragedy. They're all still sad. But the reactions are a little Looney Tunes. But it's just too deep of a topic to really touch, if you know what I'm saying. I... uh, This is like... Melting my fucking brain. I'm also gonna send you another Laraf James post real quick. Okay. Uh, this, This interview basically says, uh... Deadspin responds, yeah, that makes sense, and they say, I walk a thin line, I do respect everyone and everything, but I also like to have fun. <laughs> that's clear. I feel like that's clear. Um, there's some nightmare shit. So Shaq, I can confirm, is an elephant. Elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that Kobe Bryant is not a snake, considering... He's his nickname is the Black Mamba, and also he's a giant piece of shit. Um, but that's fine. I'm really just trying to learn about the government assigned personas of different NBA players, and that's what I think this is. Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Drome. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this week we are talking about the supervillain emoji, and uh, that was our big supervillain plot. To make you listen to us talk about basketball furries for a solid seven and a half minutes on the front end of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, some things are important to talk about, though, right? I think that was a very important conversation. My mind has certainly been open to a new realm that I did not previously think possible. I never would have guessed that you could just make a real person into an animal person. Who would have thought, Andy? 
I mean, who'd have thunk it? That's re- it's really... There is one where... So- I'm sorry. I'm still down this <laughs> rabbit hole. I went on Stefan Bushbaby Curry's account, and there's one that's just a redraw of a promotional image of his fucking shoes, and there's almost no difference. Okay. Like, he just drew his shoes. Uh, yeah, but you can tell he's got those big uh, Bush Baby calves on there, you know? Well, I guess it's not that big. Uh, no, pretty... you really can't, no. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Andy, uh, <laughs> do you want to uh, maybe tell the folks at home what it is that we do here on Emoji Drome? Right. Uh, if you if you couldn't figure it out yet, uh, this here is an emoji aesthetics podcast. What we do is each week we pick an emoji, we go through each variation of it, we pick our favorites, we pick our least favorites, and uh, it jokes along the way. You know. We do have some jokes. We have some goofs. We have some japes. We have some real chuckles, and I think that's the most important part of this podcast is to be safe and have fun. And this week, as I said, we are having fun with the supervillain emoji. Andy, I'm fairly thrilled to dive into this one, I will say. We brought this up on an episode not too long ago. I think we did the superhero, right? No, no, we still haven't we still haven't touched upon the superhero as far as I know. I Or maybe oh no, it came up in it came up when it was getting introduced. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what happened, yeah. Absolutely. So I am pretty thrilled. I think that this is a great emoji for October for a kind of Halloween block of emoji programming because as most people, I love a good supervillain and I love to dress up as a supervillain. You know, those both really track for me and I cannot wait to see what kind of scary ne'er-do-wells we get this week on Emoji Jerome. So Andy, what kind of speaks to you in terms of a supervillain? We did talk a lot about Big Bad Beetleborgs last week, which seems like the kind of show that would involve a few supervillains. But I want to know from you what really speaks to your personal preferences when it comes to a villain. Well, Ryan, I'll be honest with you. As lucrative as this podcast has been, um, I could always be more flush with capital, as we all can in this beautiful America that we've built. Um, (laughs) So really, I'm trying to see who the best employer is. I think that there's a real career waiting for me as a goon, maybe a low-level henchwoman. Um, I think that uh, Poison from the Street Fighter series has really laid out a career trajectory Fuck yeah. that I could follow. Okay. Um, and so it's just a it, it's it's sort of finding uh, someone I can I, I can work with at a ground level position who could mentor me into possibly being a super villainess someday. Um, without without having to commit too much. Like if I want to give in my two weeks notice, it'll be. Uh, they won't. No one's like, gonna worry about it. They won't like vaporize you on the spot. Yeah, they won't. Va- they won't vaporize. They're not. They're not gonna rely on me yet. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna immediately jump in and be their like right hand. You know, mm-hmm. I want someone who's a bit established, so I can, not so I can be expendable, because I don't want that that to happen, but so that I'm not so important that my life is at risk. Sure, sure, I completely understand. I think that those are some fairly good criteria. I like. I'm ready to get thrown in some empty like oil barrels mm-hmm. and go, Ugh! and then like not get up for a little while yeah. until they like move past that screen in yeah. Streets of Rage. <laughs> but aside from that, 
Uh, maybe not too much. You're willing to take a couple bumps for the sake of super villainy. Yeah, but I'm not going to die for it. No, you know? no. It's not podcasting, which I would die for. They, You have to make sure that your supervillain employer has, like, a toxic waste insurance, has, like, a flammable barrel insurance, has laser blast insurance. You know, you really want to look for these things when you're getting into the kind of villainy mode, I would say. When you're on, when you're on dark indeed, looking for the villainous job postings. Uh, what would that even be called? Like, in don't. Uh, I, I, that's like, that's where I was going too, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if that like worked great. But yeah, sure. Yeah. In don't. In don't. I think this week I'm just looking for the one with the style I would most like to emulate. I'm in the market for a Halloween costume. I think that there's going to be someone here who will have the kind of visual panache that I'm really looking for. And that's just kind of what I hope to find this week. I, I, you know what? I have a feeling that we're not going to be lacking on that. I truly hope not. So why don't we go ahead and go into it and start off this week with the Apple supervillain emoji. Yeah, so we should say we're just using the Emojipedia page supervillain. Yes. Um, there is a specific woman supervillain and man supervillain one. We might, like, cross-reference, but I'm gonna... if you just want to follow along baseline, we're going to try and stick to this one. Yeah, I'm going to check I'm gonna check a couple times, but it's, it's mostly I am too. I am too for the more detailed ones, but there's a few where I can just, like, oh, I know how this is going to look. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do you think about this, 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 wow, I'm, you know, really strong showing from Apple right off the bat, I'm going to say. I love the shoulder pads, the pauldrons, (laughs) is that what those are? Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking incredible. Uh, She is, wow. (laughs) Very windswept. Are you all right? Are you... You little gobsmacked right now? I'm just, I'm just like really blown away by the power of this apple emoji right off the bat. the The hair, the hair is yeah. very, is very like, uh, kind of tussled, but I guess also windswept. The costume, is, it, it is does sh- kind of feel like there's a breeze sort of blowing her mm-hmm. hair back. Yeah, like it's, it's like an elegant dishevelment, I would say. I like the purple. A lot of these are going to have like purple tones, I think, which in um in comic design, purple and green are kind of a shorthand for villainy, which I think is really funny. Like uh, uh, yeah, like you've got the Joker, the, Joker. the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. um, Lex Luthor a little bit. Lex Luthor, yeah. Yeah. Fucking... A, lot, a lot of the like cosmic Marvel characters use like uh, or like pink too, like Galactus. The Riddler. The Riddler, yeah. Like it, it's a it's a really easy uh, palette in terms of visual design to pull from, like pinks, purples, and greens, and this is like some great purple here. Uh, I don't know if I said this already. This is a very sharp outfit, both in terms of style and actual construction. Yeah, no, this is very shredder shredder esque. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if I got too close, it would pierce my skin. Yeah, well, that's why everyone's afraid to arrest her because her her outfit is so sharp. When you try to slap the cuffs on, it just, like, slices the handcuffs in half. Now... Oh, damn. Now, sorry, you were going to say? Now, I was going to kind of bring us into, just very quickly, the man supervillain version of this emoji, which I think is much worse. This one, uh, this one just looks like, uh... I don't know, he looks like a washed-up wrestler, 
It, oh, I was gonna say he looks like a British comedian. Mm, neither, like a, like a guy who's like really upset about fucking PC politics. <laughs> Awful. Either way, I'm gonna say that the man supervillain emoji for Apple is infinitely uh, inferior to the uh, woman supervillain version. She is powerful. He looks like he's gonna go home after this heist and eat a frozen pizza directly out of the box, not even bothering to microwave it. Now, now, <laughs> sorry, did you have something you wanted to say? No, sorry, um, brief aside, the Raptors just posted a picture of a Gundam holding a We the North flag. <laughs> yeah, you should see if this furry artist will do like a Kawaii Leonard post at some point. Well, he doesn't go here anymore, so maybe he should, maybe he should, <laughs> maybe he should do that, and maybe he can make him into a fucking Raptor again. Sorry, I'm, I keep forgetting I'm touching a nerve with all this uh, Leonard, Leonard uh-huh. talk. No, I love him. He's great. He's just also kind of... It's a, it's a raw wound. I know, I know. So next up we have the uh, the Google supervillain emoji, and this one is the uh, gender-neutral version. All the versions of this emoji are the same except for the hair. Andy, I feel like we could really have a field day with this emoji. This is a lot to take in. Yeah, the You know what Google really has? Have you seen the Spider-Man musical? Like any clips of that? I've seen the um I've seen the one where they're like uh the goblin is singing about the freaks like me or whatever where they're like Oh, it's the freaks best. like me need company or whatever like He's like, all the weirdos in the world are here right now in New York and City. Have you seen the um uh, the performance on David Letterman? I have not, no. Oh my god, Ryan. Uh, we can't, but it's... Oh, it's my favorite thing. The Green Goblin fucks in that <laughs> musical. Like, the Green Goblin has su- such a s- disgusting sexual energy in any performance I've seen of a freak like me. It's really impressive, but I hate it so much. Wow! Okay, yeah, I just looked up the picture of Green Goblin from this movie. Oh, uh, it's sorry, so... Sorry. Not this movie, this um, this this show. Holy Christ! I will say, if you do, I haven't watched it in a while. But if you do want to see a rendition of it, um, f- sort of an underground comedy uh, show, uh, the special without Brett Davis did an entire episode that was just this musical. Uh huh. Um, was pretty. F- that was pretty fun. Didn't they just add a character to this musical that was like a human Swiss Army knife or something like that? Like, for one of the villains. Sorry, I'm... I... This... You're right. This Green Goblin fucks. This Green Goblin is, like... Is, like, cruising on 4th Street after midnight. Like, this is the... I... You know what? I respect it. I really, really respect this Green Goblin. This interpretation of the character is both one of the best and worst things I think I've ever seen. Did you... Did you ever read... uh, Did you ever read Goosebumps books at all? Uh, yeah, I, you know what, I was really drawn, I feel like we've talked about this, I mostly read the Choose Your Own Adventure books, because Uh I had to make reading into a game to focus on it. Um, but I read some of them. I read a lot of those too, but my specific reference here is, have you ever seen the Goosebumps cover for the book, How I Got My Shrunken Head? (laughs) No, but I want to. Alright, so, so... I want you to imagine, imagine a Goosebumps cover 
that is essentially this green goblin's head sitting on a kid's bookshelf and you are at least like 70% of the way to imagining the cover of how I got my shrunken head. I will send it to you right now so you can get kind of a feel for it. Am I right? Oh yeah, no, definitely. So the way they got their shrunken head was by killing the green goblin from uh the musical. He was uh, yeah, he yeah. got too horny and his head just like fell off. Like he tried to fuck and all the blood rushed to his head and it just like shot off like a fucking <laughs> bottle rocket uh this is like this is like life-changing i'm gonna have to go watch that letterman performance because i think maybe we need to do a review of spider-man turn off the dark oh fuck yeah yeah i i was in new york when that was still on broadway and i just remember there being like a giant spider-man like statue outside the marquee but um Anyway, now, I don't want to be insensitive, but that was the show that someone almost died at or did die at, right? Yes, yes. The, okay. That show got delayed and closed a ton because people who were in it kept getting injured. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, definitely need to. Definitely need to find a way to watch it. <laughs> so I was, I you know, I had a lot to say about this Google emoji, but you're right. This is just like a combination between this fuck freak green goblin and the Joker. <laughs> like if they, if they were, if they were really doing the deed, but like if they, okay. So if the green goblin, if okay, hear me out. If horny green goblin and the Joker met up for a grinder hookup in like an abandoned factory and they mm. like got down to it but like halfway through they fell off this balcony and into a vat of toxic acid this emoji is what would come out of that it is okay. like it's got like the joker purple joker face paint these like awful like green latex cleaning gloves these huge like spiked like spider like pauldrons coming out of the top what is this what is the super villain's name andy what is their uh, villain name? I, th- I don't... See, I don't know. There's two things that I immediately think of when I see this. One of them is Mysterio uh-huh. from uh, Mis- the Mysterio comics. You yeah, know, from that R- guy. Ray Mysterio. With the fishbowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's Booyaka. Um, and the other one is... Do you know in Twin Peaks Season 3, the guy with the glove? <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of. Okay, okay. So but he's got two of them, and he went evil. That that would truly be his final form. If they ever make a Twin Peaks season four, it's all going to take place within a comic. None of it's going to make any goddamn sense, and that kid will have two green cleaning gloves and just be able to crush people's head with his hands like a fucking grape. God. What a good character. What a fucking good Who character. Did? that. You know is. what? If they, I'll say this now because I'm both confident it won't happen and also if it does happen i'll want to do this if there is a fourth season of twin peaks we will do some sort of twin peaks thing oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i fucking love that show i don't know if i love this emoji though it's uh it's a lot yeah it's it's fine i feel like i i admire them going for a full body pick Mm -hmm. um it's very brave Uh on the internet to do that and um while there's a good power stance here, and I appreciate that we see an actual cape, um, I'm I'm not really feeling it. This sort of like Dracula arachnid, you know. <laughs> that's that's the spider drac, you know. Yeah, drachnid. Yeah, drachnid. Yeah, I think that this one is probably 
not an actual supervillain is is somebody who is starring in the revival of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark as one of the like background supervillain characters. No, no supervillain would have that bad fashion sense to come up with a disaster of an outfit like this. Let's be clear. It's too, it's just too busy. Yeah. S- someone it's needs, really busy. Someone needs to get clear eye for the villainous guy on this nah. except with different hosts who aren't terrible <laughs> well no i think they'd be great friends with them since they like hillary so much <laughs> so the microsoft emoji the microsoft emoji is just a person i don't believe this is a this is a super villain at all this is just this is just yeah. Linda at the costume party this is this is a real nice lady in a costume i think she's doing a good job she looks great as dr strange yeah yeah um i i can't i can't disparage this emoji at all in terms of like its design i think it's very cute but it just is not villainous at all you know she's just sitting there smiling and the man version is just the same emoji but bald. So wig, I guess. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, the the man version is just like one of the minions got clothes. Awful. Master, what? Master, it is? Master has given minion a clothe. <laughs> now minion is free. Uh, yeah, this emoji And he grew fine. a body. It's like, what if Mr. Clean grew a became a minion or a minion grew a, what if you could just what say, if you could just say what if mr clean fucked a minion like it's that easy andy well you had to do your whole thing about a vat of acid instead of saying what if the joker fucked the other one <laughs> so i can do mine anyway moving on uh Moving on, we have Samsung. I think so far Samsung is the one that's most like a villain you would see on Big Bad Beetleborgs. I love Samsung so far. Samsung feels like a low-tier One Punch Man villain. Uh-huh. Or like a minor annoyance mid-boss in... Um, oh, there was a PSP game I remember playing where you were like... It was made by the Disgaea people, and you were, like, a superhero who died, and you had to, like, keep getting stronger. And anyway, this looks like a mid-boss from that. It was, like, a Sentai-themed parody thing. Okay, yeah. Um, and I, this I gives me some of those part. vibes, you know? Yeah, it was good. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Yeah. It's, um, no, I really like it. I really like their frustrated expression. Like, they just had to, like, watch an underling drop 20, 20 rods of titanium extra steel into like the fucking garbage can like they're like oh you really i'm gonna roll that one back hold on i found the name of the game okay the hp unlosing ranger versus dark death evil man <laughs> okay i love that i love that i think this is this is like you said kind of a mid boss who just watched their underlings get decimated and so they're kind of like ooh, like Ah, oof. ah ooh, oh. Like this is a person who has a really good sense of style, but they know that they're about to get their their ass handed to them. I think this, yeah, or I, I, you know what? I've actually finally nailed down on my pop culture comparison for this one. Okay, okay, okay. They're a guy from a side quest in a Yakuza game. <laughs> All right. Okay. Like they're. D- I think this is because they're doing one of the four poses that people do in that game when you're not in a pre-rendered cutscene, uh-huh. the crossed-armed one, where their legs are like apart in a power stance. Yeah. Um, so I, I will note that apparently this is the gender-neutral version of this emoji. Um, 
It has shorter hair than the woman supervillain, but the man supervillain is bald and also has his arms angrily raised, which I think is very His funny. arms, which are shaped like drumsticks. Dude's really. got some thick arms. My but, God. But, like, nothing connecting them to his body. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, just, he's just thick. I don't know. I God. think the gender-neutral one is my... No, I like the female one, too. Honestly, it's just the male one's bad. Um, <laughs> it's very silly. Yeah. I like this one. They look like they're a bit cold, or they look like they're grimacing, and I think that adds a really good uh, element of comedy to this emoji. I also like thinking of all three of them as a crew. Oh, I love that. <laughs> what is their crew name? They're probably, like... It's something to do with dragons. I feel like there's like a dragon aesthetic going on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's just the horn, the sort of like horn spikes at the front, and then the wings giving me a wing vibe. No, I can or see it. cape giving me a wing vibe. How do you feel about WhatsApp this week? I think this one, this and the Apple one have very powerful energies, I'm just going to say. Could you describe those energies, Ryan? Could you describe the vibe, please? Uh, describe the vibe is that both of these have big gay energy. I'm just going to say that right now. They are. Now, they... It's interesting that you say that because I feel like this is someone's Homestuck AU character. Really? Um, really? But I think that's because the sort of like blonde bob with purple lipstick has been ruined for me by that fucking comic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is like. This is like the Apple emoji's girlfriend, almost. Like, like Apple <laughs> and WhatsApp are dating. They both have very similar senses of style. They both are extremely powerful and very intimidating. Uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed. You know, I, I feel like I'm colder on this one than you. I think Apple could do better, but like it's fine. Mm -hmm. I think um, WhatsApp. Is, if they make each other happy, that's yeah. what matters. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I, I will say. I do think the woman supervillain for WhatsApp is fine. The man one's pretty bad. It's the same emoji without lipstick on the shorter hair. This is the guy from that, um, those Flash games about negotiating. Oh, uh, Duke. Duke. Yeah, this is the guy who says, because I'm a terrorist, because and then I'm he hits you with a crowbar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, um, uh, if anyone has not seen them, uh, please seek out the the let's play videos of ambition on um, ambition right that's ambition. what it's called yeah i think slow beef uh, yeah was the one who did that slow beef doing it um so yeah i i get it i think the what's I, <laughs> still got that channel with that name huh yeah they certainly do <laughs> still sure do huh weird yeah, okay yeah. um uh so i think whatsapp's okay like i do like the green eyes on the mask but that's that the that's color. a nice touch. That's a nice way to add in the two prerequisite evil colors. Yeah. Um, but I think it does... I, I think, like... Part of me likes that, but part of me also thinks of weird colored eyes that they stick on bad, like, cookies or lollipops that you'd buy. You know what I mean? So maybe then that this person like a bad gelatin lollipop you know what i'm talking yeah, about. yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about maybe these eyes actually are stuck on the outside of this and this super villainess is actually putting on her sleep mask and getting ready for bed <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so the, she's in her comfy pjs this yeah. is this is me at, right after i'm done recording emoji yeah. room we should get matching sleep masks like this andy i would love that 
That, that's what most podcast co-hosts do, is yeah. they have matching sleep masks. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll make an emoji germ branded sleep mask that looks exactly like Oh this. my god, it's got the crying eyes from the emoji. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold Those on. Those exist. Hold on, yeah, yeah, hold on. Let me look that up right now. Emoji sleep mask. Here we go. Uh, I see one with the sleeping eyes, the sleeping eyes. I see one with the hard eyes. I see one with the winking eyes. I see one just shaped like the poop. Um, oh, give me that one. I've always wanted to have a turd on my face while I sleep. <laughs> that can be arranged. That can be arranged. So next up, we have the Twitter supervillain emoji. This one takes a much different direction, I would say. Most of the emoji we've seen so far have looked like they're named, like, Mephisto or, like, Drachnid or Mysterio or whatever. This one is named, like, Crunk the Annihilator, you know? <laughs> This, this, yeah, no, this does have real broken side energy. Um, <laughs> like this, this, this supervillain's main crime is crab walking, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> and Dude. loitering. Yeah, no, I love that. It's just like, who were, who was that tag team in WWE way back in the day that had like the kind of Mad Max vibe to them? I know that's probably like um, eight different people, but um, there's a couple. I think you're the Legion of Doom. Maybe, maybe. The Road Warriors. Road yeah, Warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is somebody who's on their way to a rock concert or a wrestling match. They have, they have a. Or very, roller derby. I was thinking roller derby. Roller derby is good too. Uh, to kind of describe this for the folks at home, it is. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. It, it is a character wearing a very jagged red eye mask, kind of like pointy. Then they have red shoulder pads with like big like gray spikes coming out of it, and then a dark gray and light gray sort of like insignia beneath that. This is like, I don't know, I'm really into this. All these other people have had, like, very sort of, like, cosmic sort of Joker, like, Lex Luthor, or maybe... They all sort of look like, they all sort of look like magicians. They all sort of, aside from the the sort of, the the dragon crew, as we established, those, they look like they got, like, gadgets and coordinated team, uh, coordinated efforts that lead to them eventually becoming anti-heroes Yeah. whatever ser- I'm, I'm, I'm writing a fan fiction about these emoji now. Please do. Um, but, yeah, Twitter's different, as th- Twitter's aesthetic is much more on the Shadow of the Hedgehog end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, the red and black is a new color scheme that we've had, which is surprising. I feel like that would be a go-to for, um for supervillain but maybe it's like not as aesthetically pleasing for the mass audience that emoji are aiming for um i just think that this one would be too easy to confuse with like metal rocker emoji you know yeah yeah i do like it though this person probably has like cool rock or fire powers or something like that which i'm into oh like tara from teen titans or yeah. the guy from uh, Injustice, um, Second Son? Tis, tw- you mean is that what it's called? Infamous? Infamous, yeah, not Injustice. Injustice has all the superheroes in it. Of course, there's a guy like in Injustice. I think Terra is literally in Injustice. Um, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's a decent emoji. How do you feel about Facebook? <laughs> Facebook is... That so that minion we mentioned earlier got a mm. testosterone supplement <laughs> uh, and started going to the gym. Yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in here. It's uh, it's like a bald 
dude with yellow goggles, like a very mechanized suit with like a, a metal tubing around the stomach. This these... is the most Lex Luthor to me. Yeah, it is just Lex had. Luthor with like uh, yellow goggles and purple gloves. This why is this dude so excited, Andy? What is he? What has he done here? Um, fuck! What was it? He stole fifty cakes, fifty pies. Yeah. Fuck! I'm I'm hip. I know internet stuff. Yeah, yeah Lex Luthor stole um, thirty-five donuts. That's genuinely bad. though. <laughs> Three tens and a five, and that's terrible. Genuinely, though, what I think he did is he ordered something from a delivery app, and even though it arrived uh, perfectly fine, he requested a <laughs> refund, and he got it. Yeah. And this... which I personally speaking, I wouldn't consider a crime, as long as the driver is still getting tipped. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say I do actually like the woman version of this emoji much more. She has like a kind of bride of Frankenstein hairstyle. And her suit is green instead of black, which I really dig. She looks more like she's like, next time I'll get you, Captain Cucumber. I'm, I'm, I'm Mrs. Mrs. Mushroom, leader of the mushrooms. And damn you, Captain Cucumber, you foiled my greens for the last time. Foiled my greens. (laughs) He's foiled her greens for the last time. See, I really hate that that bit fell so flat because I do really like the woman version of this emoji. Um, Uh, Wait, on Facebook? On Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Facebook rules. She's got, like, the dope, like, Bride of Frankenstein hair. Yeah. And, like, have you seen Spider-Verse? I have. I've seen it several times. Uh, Octavia, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't know her last name. I want to say Puss. <laughs> Octavia <laughs> Puss? <laughs> She's Dr. Octopus. Oct- She's got to get there somehow. Octavia Puss. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, oh, no, wait. Name was Otto Octavia, so she's probably like I think she's I like don't Olivia Octavia. Yeah, Olivia. Octavius. Okay. Well, Octavia Puss is a better name. Octavia Puss is extremely good. See, Did- I think she's dating Apple. Okay. 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 I can see that. I can see that. Also, probably. I mean, I I'm just speaking. I they're probably a great employer. Um. Maybe I should mail off a resume. I mean, listen, that hair, she's got that down pat. She's got all the requisite safety gear for a supervillainess. Got the goggles, got the mechanized suit. Like, you really you really can't go wrong with this one. You can go wrong with the Joy Pixel supervillain emoji, however. This one's, uh, <laughs> this one's a little rough. Yeah, so they didn't really do a supervillain, huh? No, this is a, this is a gender-neutral character with the, like, medium-length hair have kind of like a light green eye mask and body armor with two spikes coming out of each shoulder. This is like, this is really just, um, I know we reference this a lot, or at least I do, some of these characters looking like sort of they would be used in an insurance commercial. This is this is literally just like the cash grabber who who is a super villain who's going to leave a dent in your car and take all your money because you don't have insurance. <laughs> This is the most Aaron insurance looking motherfucker we have ever had on this show. <laughs> um, it is making me feel like a 12-year-old who faked sick and is watching commercials um, <laughs> in the in mid- midday while Family Feud is on. 
Uh-huh. Um, I... I love that we've kind of taken the name. We've 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 reclaimed Aaron Insurance from being the horny the horny jackoff fodder to being shorthand for any bad like people emoji. And yeah. Like, no. Fucking. I'm taking her back. Uh huh. We're reclaiming the, her for the sake of emoji. The uh, perverts can keep flow. I don't uh-huh. care for flow. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Insurance must be saved. I was invested in the lore. I'm sorry, I'm really just, I'm really rereading this article from CBS News. Insurance acts as Aaron after the secret agent took on an X-rated life of her own. Yeah. Insurance has retired Aaron, the pink-haired secret agent, from its commercials, and in doing so may end a meme that was getting out of hand. Fan art depicting the character in adult-oriented situations that no insurance company would endorse. Uh, Well, that's not, like, that's a... One, maybe insurance companies should target people with a more adventurous lifestyle. And two, fucking keep keep your hands off her. Let her be a cool spy. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Insurance, you are always welcome here on Emoji Drome. Aaron Insurance, go on Emoji Drome. Aaron Insurance, please come on Emoji Drome. We'd love to we'd love to help you rehabilitate your rep. I think you're cool. I think you're neat. Uh this emoji does not do it for me though. No, yeah, it's 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 weak as shit. I I don't hate the color. Like I like that turquoisey color. I don't think it works for a supervillain. No. But I think it is aesthetically pleasing to the eye. It's this is like not a supervillain or a superhero. This is like the morally gray character in like a in like a Christian superhero TV show, you know? Where like they're not they're not bad, but they're not good. And they're like, oh, we, yeah. have to bring them to we have to bring them over to, like, the side of good, you know? And, uh, wow! Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, I just opened up this in JoyPixels 4.0. That's the fucking cash grabber right there. That's the dude who's gonna swoop in and, like, and, uh, fucking be a nuisance in the movie theater wow. and get ejected. Why did they change it? This one is a way better supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like, so much better. Like, it's not amazing, but it is better. Uh, so this is a character that has, like, kind of a green skull cap with, like, the goggles and the white eyes, then a uh, green cape and a green insignia that just says V. I'm assuming that stands for villain, but it could also stand for oh. vegetables because he is green. Yeah. Or they just learned what Dr. Octopus's last name is. And they're thinking, trying to think of another word for it. Um, I'm going to go with villain, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to opt to say it's villain. Um, maybe, maybe vegetable. Yeah, or green. Um, Speaking of green, vivacious. It's green. How do you feel about open emoji this week? <laughs> open emoji. Open emoji looks like someone I can't. You oh. need to go first because I can't see it as a person. I need. I. I. I'm gonna explain what I see. So open emoji, I. Th- Open Moji is a person wearing green, like, swooped goggles. They have a very triangular body that's, like, black, and then they have green gloves. This is just some poor dude that got lost on his way to the Devo concert. So what this looks like to me is someone who was cursed to have the body of a weird fish. (laughs) Yeah, I I see what you mean. The hands do look like flippers. Yeah, they look like little fins. And this guy looks really upset. Um... It's really pitiful, honestly. Mm-hmm. And all I can think of is that oh, some witch cursed him. I'm sorry, maybe I did it. I, I hope not. 
Yeah, this one is like uh, someone going to the cryptid convention as the Hopkinsville goblins, but then they miss the bus and now they have to wait for the next one. This is not a super villain at all. Sorry, Open Moji, but you do not pass the sniff test this time around. Yeah, you don't. You don't pass anything. Maybe you're swim. <laughs> maybe some swimming lessons, but you know. I think it's kind of cute, honestly. In a it's of- fine. Like it's got its charms. Um, ooh, click on Emojipedia. Yeah, so <laughs> Emojipedia is fine. Um, it's it's like the prototype for the supervillain. Uh, they did a good job of kind of predicting the kind of purple and pink color scheme, I would say. Uh, a lot of them also have the kind of windswept hair that we see here. But uh, Emojipedia 6.0 is just... <laughs> it's really funny because they just use the... Uh, they just use the, like, standard emoji face but put the... Uh, like like bandana around the eyes and a purple cape on it this is the angriest orb i have ever seen it's so weird it looks like kirby coming to beat the shit out of me or something (laughs) like i um i'm gobsmacked you know it's like uh it's like spawn it looks like spawn this is a spawn emoji would you rather would you rather take a slow burning ride into satan's carousel or be turned into an emoji for the rest of your natural lifespan hi i'm todd mcfarland creator of spawn (laughs) uh that's basically what this emoji is it's really funny i i love this i love this um i don't know if if the guy that does the emojipedia prototypes actually listens to the show but honestly god bless you did a fucking great job with this one it's so good uh that uh that's actually pretty much it for the emoji this week though do you have anything else you want to add about this one andy uh no i don't really have much to say about emojipedia i think their current design is fine Uh um it doesn't really like do anything for me either way but i think it like if this was intended to sort of get across what the uh end version ended up being um they did a good job yeah yeah they got pretty close so this is the uh, part of the show where we kind of wrap up and pick our least favorite and most favorite of the emoji this week andy what was your least favorite supervillain? which one of these would you not put in an application on and don't for yeah it's tough it's a tough choice here i've kind of narrowed it between down between two mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm gonna go with Joy Pixels. It was between that and Microsoft, and mm. while I, 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 I don't know which why I think I like Joy Pixels less, but I think I think I just don't want to be mean to Microsoft. Microsoft is like not a great supervillain, but she's trying her best, you know. Yeah, and I just don't want to be a bully, like. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think Joy Pixels is a pretty good choice this week. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Who do you hate? Uh, Tell me, Ryan. Who do <laughs> also, you hate? Also, Joy Pixels. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. I I don't like. Open Moji is not is not a great supervillain, but they're they're really cute. Uh, I think Microsoft is cute too. Uh, Google is a real fuck freak, but I'm glad they're living their best life. And uh, even Facebook, the the bald wonder over here, has some real pizzazz, especially with the woman version. So I think this smug-ass fucking dollar snatcher 
remember to eat your veggies kind of bullshit here is definitely going to be my least favorite this week. Yeah. That I can... I, I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page. Who said... Who said that anger couldn't unite people? <laughs> anger is the most uniting force on planet Earth. Oh, that's re- that's depressingly true. We need to move on before I go into a spiral. Ryan, what did you like this week? I actually liked a lot this week. I think there were a lot of good emoji coming out of the game. It was game. a fun group. Yeah, we had a we had a good group here. Um, I think uh, I don't know. I think there are two there are two emoji that could very easily take it home for me this week. Um, I think it's got to be either Apple or Samsung, but I think since Samsung had the most consistent quality between all three of their versions, it's going to have to be Samsung. I love this, like, I, I know we're probably going to pick the same one, not to, not to lead it. To, to what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I would love to dress up like this. This is a great costume. Uh, if Apple, we ever do a live show, we'll dress up like, uh, like the super villain samsung emoji i love that i love that yeah no um this this whole kind of like dragon magician vibe is definitely taking it home for me this week yeah um i'm gonna have surprise surprise i'm agreeing with you here Mm. um i really liked samsung this week i thought it was really cute and i also felt like there was a sense of character in it um Uh a lot of these just are doing kind of a dreamworks face uh (laughs) this one's got like presence to it that i find fun um facebook was is like a close second i like facebook both of them both variations i think are really dynamic i like the pose yeah but just in terms of personal taste um samsung wins today i think i think uh i know i talked about apple but i think facebook may actually be taking home my second best uh because i really love the bride of frankenstein hair on the uh the woman version yeah no it's incredible it's it's really good yeah. Do we want to go ahead and move into our uh, question segment to kind of wrap things up on this episode? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. I love that. What? I love that. What? What? What did huh? you just say? Huh? 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 What? Huh? Absolutely, Ryan. So if you want to send in questions. Can we take this seriously, please? Yes. Uh, as always, you can send us <laughs> questions at Emojidrome on Twitter. We will always put the questions post before we record, normally on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And as always, we got uh, we got some questions in. I think some of these we kind of got into over the course of the show. Now, we do have a lot asking us about who we would be if we were a supervillain, and not who we would be as in which supervillain. Like this one from At Empty Time Warp, which starts us off, If you were a supervillain, what terrible crime would you commit, and what extremely obvious flaw in your plan would be your downfall? And then we have a second part kind of coming in from at JJaffeW on Twitter who asks, If y'all were supervillains, what would your powers be and what would your costumes look like? So Andy, this is now the part of the show where instead of encouraging you to design your fursona, I encourage you to design your villain-sona. Yeah, now, this is tough because it it is really... It's difficult to pick a superpower, right? It is. It really is. That is like the age-old question that has plagued humanity throughout the years, is if you could pick one superpower, what would it be? Um, I... So I did on the... Um, there is a, a, a power 
wiki. Oh. And people have things on there. And I, I've i clicked it twice, and the two things I got were starch manipulation and multi-weapon wielding. Okay, so, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're going to start starch manipulation. Starch, I can explain starch manipulation. Okay, okay. Uh, the power to manipulate starch. User like, can create and manipulate starch, the most common carbohydrate in the human diet. <laughs> so you can make, like, potatoes and stuff like that. Yeah, and, well, I think I can... I, so, here's my thing. The SCP ruined this wiki. Mm, okay. <laughs> Everything is like, oh, yeah, you fucking... You have shaving foam manipulation because someone wrote an article about a guy who can like poop shaving foam or something. Okay, okay. So you're. So two I'm powers... giving up on this. No, your two powers are starch manipulation and multi weapon wielding. So how do you how do you get those out into a cohesive character? Yeah, just a lot of p- big f- French fries. So maybe you're maybe you're. Um, See, I was just gonna before I had this idea, I was just gonna say that Poison Ivy has the right idea and that uh-huh. um ecoterrorism is the super villainy of the future. Fuck yeah. Um, damn right it is. <laughs> but I I'm trying to think of my, my fatal flaw there because like well you know, I can think of some ways that me having all control over all plant life could backfire. But um this is recorded, so we'll move on. <laughs> so I'll, I have a, I have something I was going to do off the bat, but I will go ahead and roll my two powers here. And uh, yeah, I want to know what... if you get starch manipulation as well. Uh, I don't know what any of this means. Can I? What roll did you again? get? Can I? Roll yeah, roll again? again. Roll again. What did you get though? Uh, I got letter manipulation, which is fine. Um. Because you can manipulate, you can manipulate written letters and like change, change like the order of things and like like change the way they look, I guess. But the other one I got, the other one I got is dimensional weather manipulation, which is like it says user can create, shape, and manipulate dimensional weather, which is capable of erasing, altering, splitting, or merging worlds from different dimensions. So you are like storm, but interdimensional. Yeah. And I roll, I'm oh, poison starch. You know what? No, I rolled again. I rolled again on that one, and no bullshit, I got sex magic. The power to use okay. sex-related magic, subpower of love magic. So uh, I'm gonna veto that one. <laughs> You're no fun. You're no fun. Applications, death by sex. For, okay, you know, I can't read this. I actually cannot read this on the podcast. Well, I mean, so, you know what? It's actually blood sugar sex magic, and it's mm. the Red Hot Chili Peppers album. I will and that's say, your superpower, is being able to play any song from that album. Some of these, I'm going to say some of these on this Sex Magic page are, are, are actually too horny for me to read on this podcast. Um, yeah, no, it sounds like it's a terrible fucking page. I will say it does include a supernatural breast, which has the subcategory hypnotic breast, which I, I, I really love. Really love that. Um... <laughs> So we probably have more questions than from our listeners, assumedly not about sex magic. Yeah, and, um, which I'm again. Your power is that you're an interdimensional storm. I like that more. Okay. I like the idea that you bring in an alternate universe rain cloud. You're no like, fun. it's not raining here. Fine, you can make it rain nut too. Do you want that? 
Is that your I, sex magic? Andy, I'm trying. I, this is a family show. I want nothing less than the whole world on a silver platter. I do think you're right. Uh, whatever an interdimensional rainstorm is, I would love to kind of bring that into the world. So now we have uh, one coming in from at John Machonsky on Twitter who asks, did anyone else have a supervillain phase? And then the parentheses, drawing robot designs during class, practicing evil laugh growing up, or was it just me? <laughs> I think I did. I feel like I definitely did that when I was, yeah. like, younger. Um, I will say this is also, like, hey, re-20th century, boys. Yeah. Um, that's all I gotta say there. But, um, no, I, I loved drawing, like, cool robots and stuff. But, like, again, I was in a Gundam Wing as a kid, so mine was more, like, mech-based. Uh-huh. But it definitely did lean into sort of, like, lasers and, beam, and like, supervillain shit like that. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I read a lot of Marvel comics as a kid because my dad collected them, so those mm. left a those left a really big impression on me in terms of like my whole vibe. Uh, like I was really big into Spider Man. Of course, I always ended up liking the villains a lot just because they're such colorful characters, you know. Like, well, a freak uh, like you needs company. So a freak like me does need company, especially when I have power over sex magic. Um, no, I drew a lot of like superhero and super villains as a kid. I was really into Scooby-Doo, so I drew a lot of, like, castles and, like, Scooby-Doo-style, like, hidden bookcases and things like that. I remember... I may have talked about this on the podcast before. One of the supervillains I remember coming up with was called Dr. Fish. And what he was... <laughs> what Dr. Fish was was a fish inside of a robot suit with, like, a fishbowl on the head. And his whole deal was that he was getting revenge on humanity for the concept of sushi. So, like, he, he was a hyper-intelligent goldfish that built a robot suit and was extracting his revenge This is They mankind. stole this character and put him on American Dad. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a super-intelligent German fish. Well, I don't know if he's evil, fun. but I don't know. Like, fucking, you couldn't pay me to watch a Seth MacFarlane cartoon. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I watched, like, two episodes of American Dad and one episode of The Cleveland Show, and that was about it. That was that. Was oh, all I, I watched way too much Family Guy, and it probably did irreparable da- a, a harm on me as a young queer child. Um, it's fine. It's all good. Um, glad it's still so popular, and that I have to hear about it. Yeah. Uh. Well, maybe my big supervillain plot is destroying Family Guy. Didn't you're the hero mm-hmm. in that story? Uh, speaking of which, we have a question in from Knight and Jim, who says, "Which one of these seemingly nefarious individuals is actually the hero?" Kind of like well, a I Megamind mean, situation. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Megamind? Uh, I've seen parts of Megamind. I've never actually so, seen So, no. Megamind. Well, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm as someone who frequently pulls the, oh, yeah, I've seen bits and pieces, that means you've seen a trailer on YouTube. <laughs> no, I actually have seen scenes from that movie. Uh, I have seen okay. parts of it. Uh, but no, I've never seen the whole thing cohesively. It's weird. I, I, pretty sure it's bad. Maybe that's another fucking terrible movie we can watch mm-hmm. at a Patreon uh, milestone. <laughs> I'm gonna say that Joy Pixels is the one that you think is the hero and then becomes the villain, and then in terms of the villain who becomes the hero, I mean it's obviously got to get be Microsoft, right? Like there is no there is no malice in those eyes whatsoever. Yeah. Uh again, I like my idea of Samsung eventually becoming like good yeah. guys. 
Yeah. I feel like that would be really fun. I feel like they've got it in them. I feel like they've got the heart of champions. Um, I think that's appropriate, especially yeah. since we have a question from at tech underscore underscore Neek, who asks which of these supervillains is about to hit their big redemption arc. Yeah, Samsung, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. I do want to get one more question in from at DMM Bostones, though, who asks us, uh, which of these are clearly just a lowly henchman rather than a criminal mastermind? Well, I, I thought we established that that was the job I'm gunning for. Um, that's, so that's nice of you to bring up my competition. <laughs> um, but if I be honest, I'd probably go with Twitter. Really? Yeah, I feel like Twitter's got more of a like. This is a. I could see Twitter being on rollerblades and being like a mid boss in Streets of Rage, as opposed to like a stage boss in Streets of Rage. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I was gonna say Open Moji because it gives me that real like Venture Bros vibe, you know, where this is okay. like a this is some henchman in the grand scheme of a supervillain called like I don't know the the Irritator. Like they work for a villain called the Irritator. <laughs> And their whole thing is, like, slipping sawdust into new packages of underwear. So people try the underwear on, and they're like, Oh no! I've been irritated by this sawdust in my underwear. Uh. And then the irritator is like, I've struck again! And this this open emoji emoji is like, I, He's like, I gotta get a better job. Like, this is, this is, this is my whole life. I gotta get out of here. I'm sick of I'm sick of putting I'm sick of putting fart powder into people's nice teas at the Starbucks, you know, like he's just doing some real like menial henchman kind of shit. I would say. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see that. I th- I can't think of anybody else really. Yeah, if you want to send us a question like these, as always, you can find us on a Twitter at Emojidrome. Thank you, Andy, as always, for joining me. Is there anything you'd like to add as we kind of wrap this one up? Yeah, as always, if you'd like to support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash emojidrome. Uh, for $1, you can get in on our Patreon poll. That'll be coming up uh, in a couple weeks. We usually do it as our last episode of the month, and you can vote on that for just $1. Uh, for $3, you can get our Death Note podcast, Hold This Owl, which I think is perfect for Halloween. It's um, pretty good. What's, what's scarier than the declining quality of Death Note? <laughs> Um, but that's not of our podcast, though. Our podcast, the quality just goes up and up and up. That's exponential growth, always. Yeah. Well, it, it just keeps more, getting better. It keeps giving us more material to work with. Uh huh. Um, so three dollars for that, please and thank you. Um, <laughs> but also, if you, um, we don't say this that much, but if you want to leave us a review, you can on iTunes or something like that. I'm sure that'll help in some sort of algorithm that uh, probably does not pay much attention to us but make it i don't know try our best and uh you know we do a lot of like word of mouth i guess i don't know how anyone else finds out about the show (laughs) so uh, yeah yeah. thank you to everyone who's told a friend about this silly silly show the support is like unfathomable but it really means a lot it's very funny but i do i do really appreciate it i think that about does it for the super villain emoji uh, stay, stay nasty. <laughs> so my, that's my new sign-off, stay nasty. That's your, honestly, you should just use that from now on. Alright, thanks Stay for nasty, to, everybody. Thanks for listening to Emoji Jerome. Stay nasty. <sighs>